0: We have heard the Macedonian call today Send the light, send the light light, light. And a golden offering at the cross cross we lay Send the light, send the light Send the light, the the blessed gospel light Let it shine shine from from shore to shore Send the light, the the blessed gospel light let it shine forevermore. Let us pray that grace may everywhere abound. Send the, light. Send, the light. Send,
1: the light. Send
0: the light. Send the
1: light. And
0: a Christ-like spirit everywhere be found. Send the light. Send the light. Send the light. Send the blessed gospel light. Let it shine From shore to shore, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. Let us not grow weary in the work of love, send the, light. send the light, send the light, let us gather jewels for a crown above, send the light, send the light, send the light, the blessed gospel light. life, let us shine from shore to shore, send the light. The blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. One more time, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine
2: forevermore. Hallelujah. And what a song for today. We got a, a speaker today. It's about, we just sang send the light and that's what she does. Amen? Amen. And that's what all of us have been called to do. The light of Jesus Christ is shining through each and every one of us. We're singing this morning. If you didn't know, you're being, it's live feed. So we're all on there singing. And guys, I pray that's what when people see us or when we see each other, or when we go home or maybe throughout the week, we get it gets dark. We have some kind of dire circumstances or so whatever it may be remember that song, send the light because he already has. We just need to open our eyes and see it. Amen. Amen. And be the light for who would hide their light under a bushel. If we know Jesus Christ is our Lord and savior, we should not only see the light, we should send the light and be the light and let people realize there is light and God will move in a mighty way. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's good seeing everybody this morning. I praise the Lord for you. It's been a a good Sunday school class this morning. And I'm looking forward to what God's going to do today. And we're going to just lift this service up to him. So if you would, bow your heads with me and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I do come before you and thank you for this opportunity we have to gather in your house. Thank you for friends and family and, and brothers and sisters in Christ. And God, I thank you that we can stop and just sing and about sending that light. That we can sing about who you are. That we can just feel your presence and your grace. If there is someone here today that is hurting, Lord God, someone here today that, that needs that provision that we cannot give to them, but you can, let us be your hands and feet. Speak to them directly. Show us and give us wisdom as to what to say and do. But I pray that every one of us when we leave here today can say that we have stood in the presence of our comforter, our healer, the one who loves us the most, our Savior, Jesus Christ. If there's someone that does not know you at all, whether you, you speak through a song or through me or Brenda or, or Michelle, whomever, may your will be done this day. And may they hear who you are and they step out and accept you before it's too late. Father, may your will be done, Lord. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 As I said, it's good seeing everybody this morning. Walk around a second. Just shake somebody's hand. Give them a hug. We are huggers here. It's just going to happen. But hug each other and say good morning.
0: Shame is a prison As cruel as a grave Shame is a robber And he's come and take my name Oh, love is my redeemer lifting me up from the ground Love is a power Where my freedom song is found There ain't no grave
1: gonna hold my body down
0: there is the ground.
1: Run.
0: Love is a
1: resurrection, and love
0: is a trumpet sound. Love is my weapon. I'm gonna take my giants down. There ain't no
1: rain. Gonna hold my body down.
0: the ground.
2: I can't hear you. If you walk out of the grave, I'm walking to. If you walk
1: out
0: of the grave, I'm walking to. If you walk out of the grave, I'm walking to. If you
1: walk
0: out of the grave, I'm walking to. You walked out of the grave, I'm walking.
1: i oh.
2: Hallelujah. Is there a grave going to hold your body down? Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. I got just a few announcements. I, I kind of hate to follow that with announcements because I feel like the bad guy all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, let's don't. <laughs> I do have announcements. I got to get out there though. One of the things I want to point out, a little house cleaning thing just because uh, I didn't realize it's been a while since I said this, but it was pointed out to me. Uh, Someone asked me, a visitor asked me, how come y'all do not pass a plate? How do I tithe? Guys, praise God. Remember, tithing is an issue between you and the Lord. It is an obedience thing. We have been called to tithe. However, I or we have chosen, we feel as though we don't need, you know what God is laying on your heart to do and you don't need me to shame you or, or, or in any way make you do that. That God loves a cheerful giver. Therefore, we decided many years ago, we don't pass a plate. What we do is leave that between you and the Lord. There's tithing columns at the front of the church or back there by the doors, front, back, whatever that is over there. There's tithing columns by the ch- doors and that is for you. So if you have prayer requests or, or decisions or questions, you tear this off and you write on that. That goes in there or your tithes can go in there, or you can do, this is the 21st century, we have PayPal and other ways online as well to do that. But that's between you and the Lord. Yes, we. it does take the tithes to keep the church running, and I praise God, God allows us to be a part of his ministry into doing those kinds of things, but it's between you and him, and we leave the tithing columns in the front. So I would ask you to prayerfully consider doing that, but that's why we don't pass the plate here at the church. Now, Back on to the, some of the other announcements. This coming Saturday is our Old Town Days Parade. want to encourage you to come out. If you have the blue shirts, we're going to have a trailer for everybody that's wearing the blue shirts that's going to ride and wave that says evil did not win. We also have a float in the parade or a section in the parade for the motorcyclists, to every, all you guys that ride the motor, your motorcycles. If you want to come and be a part of that uh, presentation there, get with Rod also, and, and you can ride in a parade and And uh, do your parade wave and such. Um, If you want to volunteer for the fall festival, which is coming up the following week, uh, make sure you see Miranda or Wendy. There's a donations page in here of things that needs to be in there. Uh, If you want to help donate, remember our fall festival here. God has blessed us incredibly. That is probably one of our biggest, if not the biggest outreach next to Vacation Bible School every year. The entire community, many of which we may never see on church property comes on that day for fall festival. And it's an incredible outreach. Why not let them see that on a day that Satan tried to take and make his, that we can take and show them that God's still in control. He's still on the throne and they can have a good time in a godly atmosphere and hear God loves you at the same time. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you to come be a part, donate, do the things that, as far as donations, I hate to say this guys, uh, Out of all the weeks we've been having the candy, you guys, you won, you were in the big lead one week. Now they are so far ahead that if you watch the Kansas City game the week, this last week, it looks pretty uh, dire that you're not going to win. So guys, it's guys against the girls. Praise God, we got a lot of candy coming in here. Uh, Guys, they're like 500, is that pounds? That's not pounds, is it? Huh? Ounces. I was thinking, that's a lot of candy. That's 3,000 pounds of candy. (laughs) Anyway, they're 500 ounces of candy. That's not much. Huh? Can do it. That's not much. Yeah, y'all can do it. <laughs> y'all can do it. Seriously, continue to bring your candies, guys. Next week's our last week before Fall Festival, and we're going to have a good time doing that. That's 31 pounds of candy. Some of you guys sit and eat that in a sitting. Come on. <laughs> yeah, where's Morgan? Amen. Well guys, today is kind of a different focus. We are doing some different things. We got some, uh, mission things that are going to be spoken of today. But I think it would only be fitting as you know that Ian is riding his bicycle from Niagara Falls to Laredo. And, amen. Yeah, give God the glory. And he's stopping and preaching at churches along the way and sharing the hope that God has given through Sutherland Springs with the rest of the world. And he's using our testimonies and things of that nature. His wife has agreed, Michelle. Michelle's going to come up and she's going to share with us. Morgan, if you want to start those those CDs. You want to come on up, hon. Let me pray with you. Father God, I just lift up Michelle as she's going to come and share what her husband's doing and doing in your name, Lord. May you bless her, and God, uh, just just let her feel your presence. And I thank you for her and Ian and Abby and the family, and God, we just thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.
3: Uh, work that. Oh, his trap's half over. I only have two weeks left, and I can say this because I don't think he's watching. I don't have all the stuff put back in the closet yet <laughs> that I was supposed to have done when he gets home. Um, these are a couple of his pictures from this week. He is posting both on his Facebook as well as on a tour page. He has gone from up in the Ohio era. He's in Tupelo, Mississippi this morning. He and Paul are worshiping in the stomping grounds of Elvis at First Baptist Church in Tupelo this morning. And last night they were doing laundry at a local laundry mat in Tupelo and ran into a gentleman. We're witnessing with him and talking with him, and they will be worshiping and speaking at his church this afternoon. The really cool part about his church there in Tupelo is it is a bilingual church, so that service is both Spanish and English this afternoon that they'll be doing. And we sent out a bunch of emails last week for the week ahead, and we'll be doing Texas this week for next week. And I think it's Friday in a town called Many, Louisiana, M-A-N-Y, we heard back and the pastor said, hey, so we're not going to do it at our church, but we're going to hook you up in the community theater. And we're going to advertise this on the marquee and we're going to spread the news. And so they will be utilizing the community theater in many Louisiana to to share the video and do some Q&A and do some witnessing of God's wonderful love and the wonderful testimony of hope that we have to share here so if you don't have access to Facebook and you want to see these pictures I'm happy to sit down and let you look through all of my stuff that I have his mom has access to it too and several others here at church that have access to it so just let us know and I'll get everything put together at a later date so that you have all the pictures all together so he has a scrapbook that everybody can look at does anybody have any questions off the top of your head How fast is he traveling? So, anywhere from 14 and a half to on a really good, fast, cool weather day, about 17 miles an hour. Yes. On a short day, he went 60. On a long day, he went 110. Altogether, last I talked to him Saturday night, it was 1,070 miles. Yep, so he's halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Any other questions? If you think of anything, let me know. We'll try and get them answered. Yeah.
4: Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my! If you're saved, covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, and you're sure your salvation, notify your faith. That much better. That's one of the things I love about worship here. I look up here and I see all these people smiling while they're singing and praising God and they just keep getting younger by the minute. And I try it, I don't get any younger. I'm gonna share a scripture with you today. You gotta get me two weeks in a row, my Proverbs three chapter uh Proverbs. 3, 11, and 12, and I love getting up here and sharing scriptures that I know hit some of you and leave me unscathed. God did not let me get away with that this week. Uh, My son despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as the father the son in whom he delighteth. Brother Stormy don't do well all the time with correction. Sometimes I kind of kick my feet and <laughs> I'm better than I used to be, but I'm still not very good at taking that correction. But the the good thing about it is, is it shows he loves me and I've received correction from adults when I was a child And I can look back on, and a lot of them I can say, yeah, that was good, I needed that. Some of them I can look back on and say, that wasn't right. But with God, not one time have I been able to look back and say, he was wrong and I was right. He's been right every time. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, that you love us so much that you correct us, that you don't just leave us, Father, in the and the broken condition we're in, but you do whatever it takes to straighten us, that we can walk more in the image of your Son, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. And all God's people said?
2: Amen. Today, in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21... It says, and this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And I share that for this reason this morning, guys, just to make sure that we all realize and recognize. I've said it before many a time, but I want to make sure we all understand. This water, even though there's a beautiful stained glass behind it, even though we're in this wonderful church, we, we just sang an incredible song and heard an incredible testimony about our brother Ian in a scripture reading. This water isn't blessed by all those things. It's still Sutherland Springs water. It's the blessing of the Holy Spirit once an individual accepts Christ that saves them. Amen? It is the interchange caused by the fire of the Holy Spirit, by God moving within an individual who chooses to turn from their past turn to Christ and lock their hearts with his. And he makes them a new creation. What this water does this morning is just as we read in 1 Peter just now, it doesn't wash away the dirt from our sins. It is an outward representation of an inward washing by the blood of Jesus Christ. And it's someone publicly professing to the world, I choose Christ. Amen? So praise God. That's why we celebrate this, guys. That's why we celebrate when someone comes to the Lord and they get baptized. That baptism doesn't save them. They are publicly proclaiming, regardless, that Satan will hear and know now. They're saying, I choose Christ. And that's what's happening happening this morning. My brother Scott Osborne is coming. He has accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And last week and this morning, actually, we talked about that, making it public. And he said he is ready and wants to do that. And he's been coming for a little while now, and he's coming before all you guys to make that proclamation. So, Scott, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior?
4: Yes, sir. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior.
2: Hallelujah. Well, turn this way. Remember, cross your arms. Step towards the window just a little bit. This way, just a little bit. Okay. Go ahead and do this so I can have you. All right. I'm going to hold you under until the bubbles stop, remember? Yes, sir. No, all right. I baptize you, my brother. In the name of the Father the son and the holy spirit down with the old and up with the new hallelujah hallelujah brother stormy will you close will you uh, lift him up in prayer right now my brother crosses your mind, that's the time to stop and lift him in prayer. Don't say I'll do it later because Satan may be attacking now. Whenever he crosses your mind, you lift him up. Amen? Amen. 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 Chris, you want to lead it? You guys want to lead us in more music?
0: few more songs to sing this morning. If you guys want to stand and sing with us, we're going to start off with Revive Us Again. O God For the Son of Thy love For Jesus who died And is now gone above Hallelujah, Thine the glory Hallelujah, Amen Hallelujah, Thine the glory Revive us again We praise Thee, O God for the Spirit of Life, who has shown us our Savior and scattered our night. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. All glory and praise to the Lamb that was slain who has borne all our sins and has cleansed every stain hallelujah thine the glory hallelujah amen hallelujah thine the glory revive us again all glory and praise to the God of all grace Who has brought us and sought us And guided our ways Hallelujah, thine the glory Hallelujah, amen Hallelujah, thine the glory Revive us again Revive us again Fill each heart with thy love May each soul be rekindled. With fire from above. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. solos (laughs) (laughs) this is whom shall i fear You hear me when I call, you are my morning song,
1: though darkness fills
0: the night, it cannot hide the light. i Zen- A friend of mine The God of angel armies Is always by my side I know who goes before me I know who stands behind The God of angel armies Is always by my
1: side
0: The one who reigns forever The God of Angel Armies is always by my side. And the grave is overwhelmed, the victory is won.
2: seated this morning I pray if you're in here this morning you can't sing that song that you will rise that you will do what it takes to make that change For you see Jesus Christ said that whomsoever believeth in him shall not perish and I, I'm afraid that has become just a a quip in many people's vernacular but it's so true guys in, when he said, Whomsoever believeth in him shall not perish, he didn't say that your sin is too far gone or your hole is too deep. He's saying, Whomever you are, doesn't matter your color, doesn't matter your, your financial situation, does not matter how deep the hole of sin you have dug, whomever you are, he said, I have died so that you may have everlasting life. Amen. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ, I pray that the, the, that the songs that we've been singing this morning will resonate within your heart. The message that's about to be shared, may it resonate within your heart. Because if it does, and you truly change, and you can be baptized like Scott was just a few moments ago, you'll take on a whole new meaning to the song that there ain't no grave that can hold my body down. Amen? Amen. For when you realize the victory that you have through the blood of Jesus Christ you can stand firmly and strongly proclaim that death no longer has a sting for the wages of sin was death, but I have victory through Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can only victoriously say that if you're bought, bathed and bought by the blood of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, we're in for a special blessing as we, we've already had blessing. I've already had church. Amen. Amen. But we're going to continue on and we got more blessings. There's a An individual I'm very proud to say I've been able to know for the last 20 months or so that's become a very integral part of my prayer circle and I know she's praying for me. You know that many of us has been able to go to Alaska and and work with the mission field there. Uh, Miss Brenda Krim leads the mission field up there or leads the Alaska missions up there, the mission field that we were able to go through. But what you may not know about Brenda is that immediately following... The tragedy here, those many months ago, she heard and turned in. You were on an airplane, right? Getting on an airplane? I was in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. She immediately knew this is where she was supposed to be. And she, as a counselor and counselor friends, came and was right here for us, with us. Now, those first couple weeks, I was in a haze. I met her. I wish, I've told her, I wish I could have met her more strongly then because I know her now to be a very firm and strong woman of God. And she heads up that mission field, and she's going to come share about Alaska missions with us and whatever the Lord lays on her heart this morning. Amen. Let me pray you. with you real quick. Father God, I lift up Brenda to you, and I know that her heart is right with you. And I just pray we hear you through her in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank Thanks, ma'am.
5: Much, I want to reset right here. Well, I tell you, I got to spend a week with you and some of you weren't in uh, around here you're in hospitals but for everybody who came into your building i was privileged with the task of overseeing it from 8 a.m to midnight uh that's november 12th through the 19th and so i've already i'm already yours <laughs> and uh and it's just good to, good to get to know you i'm yours already and so I'm honored to, to see you again. <laughs> I see a lot of great faces. That, uh, and, and there there's some people that got saved that week. 800 people a day came in that building. Wow. And what I think the Lord brought us together for is really for both of us. <clears throat> but I have something that you need, and you have something that I need, and that's how I made the body of Christ. Your gifts are for me, and my gifts are for you. And so tap into them. And I'm tapping into yours as much as I can. So, you know, I'll just pray that, Lord Jesus, you're the king. What an honor to be called by your name and to walk out of the grave with you, Lord Jesus. And thank you for that day that we will be reunited with you fully. Not just looking in the mirror dimly, but seeing you face to face. And all things, all question marks are gone. And we will know you fully and you will... Uh, we will have all, all our freedom in you, Father, fully, completely, eternally. Father, I just pray today that you show us what you want today. What a holy ground this is, Father. What a sacred place. We love you when we pray in the name of Jesus. Holy ground, we're standing on holy ground, for the Lord is here. And where he is, is holy, holy ground. We're standing on holy ground, for the Lord is here, and where he is, is holy. We are standing on holy ground. And I know that there are angels all
0: around. Let us
5: praise Jesus now. We are standing in your presence on holy ground. Sing it again, holy ground, holy ground. We're standing on holy ground For the Lord is here And where he is is holy Holy ground We're standing on holy ground For the Lord is here, and where he is, is holy. We are standing on holy. Jesus, now, we are standing in your presence on holy ground. Awesome. I think I want to get us to know each other. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give us your peace and your grace today in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I want to to get to know you more. And I want you to know me a little bit. So I'll be talking about myself some. But it's just so that you can know. I come out of... Texas Roots, and I I played volleyball at Texas A&M many years ago, Yeah, and we barely squeaked out that game yesterday, I'm just saying, Uh, but we did win, barely, and my Astros won last night, so there we go, yeah, so anyhow, got saved at my freshman year in college, and that was 1976, where's the volume on, can we cut that volume a little bit, it's a little hot, I think, because I'm about to hit this guitar. 70s were cool, and it was very good to get saved in the 70s. All the classic rock comes out of the 70s, and it was also a big old fat Jesus movement. And that means God was moving all over the land. Young people were getting saved like crazy, and it was a huge revival. And to be saved in a revival movement makes you think that's how God is all the time. It makes you think that that's what he's going to do all the time. So you expect him to do that. And that's kind of how I cut my teeth, and that's what I expect. And he has never, ever let me down. But here's kind of how it was. There's this lady named Honeytree. Does that sound like a hippie name or what? Yes, it was. Her name is really a German, Henningbaum, which means honey tree, And so she took the, the hippie version, and she wrote this song because she used to be a drug addict. Then she accepted Christ in her heart. And then everybody thought she was still on drugs because she was so happy. (laughs) And so this is kind of a fun song about that. I was out on the street about nine o'clock, kicking up my heels, just taking a walk. Smiling a smile, singing a song. Swinging my arms, just struck in a Wasn't it a shame that I had to stop when I was rudely interrupted by a mean old cop who said, Kid, anybody as happy as you are has obviously been smoking. But I said, but officer... You can ride on me, shake me, smell my breath, make me roll up over my sleeves, search me anywhere, please, but I'm clean. I got nothing to hide. But the reason I'm happy is because I've got the spirit inside. Well, I got back home about a quarter to ten. My mama said, honey, where have you been? I've been reading about that marijuana weed, and anybody as happy as you are? Has got to be doing something wrong. I said, But mother, you can ride on me, shake me, smell my breath, and make me roll above the my you search me anyway, please. I'm clean. I got nothing to hide. But the reason I'm happy is cause I've got the spirit inside. Well, the very next day I was off to school By this time I knew I had to play it cool So I got to my class and I sat in my place But I could thought about that smile on my face But teacher saw me grinning and she asked me what for And I told her I was happy And she marched me out the door and straight to the principal's office And he said, I'm sorry, young lady But anyone as happy as you are Has obviously been smoking in the boys' room And I said, for sir I'm a girl and you can rattle me, shake me, smell my breath, and make me roll up over my sleeves, search me anywhere, please, I'm clean. I got nothing to hide. But the reason I'm happy is cause I've got the spirit inside. Say it with me. I better be, shake me, smell my breath, make me roll up
0: over my sleeve. search me anywhere, please, love clean. I got
5: nothing to hide. But the reason I'm happy is because I've got the spirit inside. Yeah, break this Taylor, me. I want to break a guitar. Where's Chris? This is a very nice guitar. Thank you. Let me touch it. So, wow. I will get to Alaska in a second. I got there 15 years ago. Had no idea what I was getting into except cold. But when I got there, there was a desperate situation. And I thought, oh my goodness, I have what they need, but how am I going to get it to them? Because they don't like us. I have what they need. Because I had been healed from a trauma in my life and I knew a path to walk and a process to share for people to get past tragic things and losses and damage. And so I thought, oh, my goodness, we have 100% incest in our villages, ongoing. We have domestic violence in every home in many villages. We have so many social issues among our indigenous people and those people don't like white people and they don't like missionaries because missionaries in the past have brought the evils with them and they paid a big price in our hands and so especially masculine versions of missionaries they already expect you've already done stuff when when preacher boys show up so my gender (laughs) broke a lot of barriers why did God send this girl out there into a very rugged land and i know now and so god has been using us he broke down the walls and now we have full access to the villages and we've seen 700 people get saved in two years and yes but they're inaccessible there's no church and we're trying to figure out how to get them how to to uh to bring discipleship and healing they have to be healed before they can walk they got a broke leg, a spiritually broke leg. They can't walk with Jesus yet in certain areas of their lives. So if you don't know how to help someone repair the brokenness in their identity, then they will not walk and you will not be successful as a missionary. So I've become, I've had to develop that part of what I do. And I'm training others to go with me and some of you guys are getting trained in that. But this is the cry of my heart for Alaska. Lord help me Jesus Come to my rescue Where else can I go There's no other name by Which we are saved Capture me with grace I will follow you I will follow you. Lord, help me, Jesus. Come to my rescue. Where else can I go? There's no other name by which we are saying. Capture me with grace. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. Come to my rescue. Where else can I go? There's no other name by which we are
1: saved.
5: Capture me with grace. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. Come to my rescue. Hallelujah. Okay, you little workman chick back in their booth. You can flip some pictures up. Everybody wants to see pictures of this amazing place I get to live. Now, I I moved from Lafayette, Louisiana 15 years ago to Alaska. How did I get there? Oh, my goodness, long story. I'll try to reduce it. I did campus ministry after I was saved and went through, finished college. I led somebody to Jesus in college. I thought, that's better than being the greatest volleyball coach in the world. That was kind of where I was headed. I thought, I'm going to be the greatest volleyball coach in the world. Until then, until I led somebody to Jesus, and I said, this is better than winning national championships. This is awesome. Because victory lasts forever when you lead somebody to Jesus. It's just not for one day, one year, and you got to fight the fight again. It's eternal. And we can't grasp that, really. It's eternal. But when I saw this little girl's face change right in front of me over this bowl of oranges in Jamaica, 14-year-old girl, very dark-complected, shined like the sun, I thought, wow. And then the second thing that happened for me was then, if God used me for that, maybe he really did wash all those sins away in me. I felt finally clean. Because what will happen when your lives, in our lives, this, the accuser of the brethren will accuse you day and night before God about who you are. He did the same to Jesus. Jesus gets up out of the baptism waters just like Scott this morning. Jesus rises up out of the baptism waters. baptism for Jesus was an identifier too. He came out as the Son of God there. He identified as the Son of God, just like we are identifying ourselves as the sons and daughters of God at baptism. Jesus did that. He comes out of the waters of baptism. This big voice opens up and says, This is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. Wow, was that awesome for Jesus? I'm sure it was. He was 100% human and 100% divine. That big divi- human part was like, whoa, I'm the son of God. And, and, so, and so he's walking out into the desert alone. With that voice ringing in his ears. I am the son of God. And he's pleased with me. The next voice he hears, he says, no, you're not. If you are the son of God and you're not. Ha! Son of God. Ha! You! Nazareth kid! If you are the son of God and you're not, turn that stone to bread. He accused Jesus of not being who he was. If you look into the Greek, and I had to do seminary too. I did that at Southwestern Seminary. Master divinity, the Greek and Hebrew, all blah, 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 blah. More education than I ever needed to shoot bears in Alaska, <clears throat> but I paid for the education, so you're going to hear about it. So here's here's what you, can. <laughs> huh? so that is a second class conditional clause. If you are the son of God, that's a second class condition in Greek, and the second class condition of this clause means you're, it's a negative. And so the Greek words, E-I, is the word if. M-A means not. If you are and you're not. The Son of God. Turn the stone to bread. So many times in our lives as brethren who get accused in the same manner, Ha! You a Christian? Ha, remember 1974? Lake house. Can I say more? Punch button? The accuser of their brethren accuses you day and night over a fact from your history. Old people know this because he doesn't change the verse, he sings. He keeps pushing that button and goes, remember what you did in 1974 like the lake House? And you go, oh yeah. Uh, instead of raising your hand for put me in coach, Frank signed me up to do BBS. Frank signed me up to go on mission team, Frank, sign me up for blah, blah, blah. You hide, you pull your cover up, and you sit on the bench. Because Satan starts saying, I'm telling, I am telling everybody. In fact, they already know. Welcome to church. Come on, come on in here. They already know. The reason they're looking at you like that is because they already know. He does shame really well. And then somebody comes over, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Welcome. Welcome. And that shame just gets piled on them. Because the enemy's already at work there. He does it to us because the Bible says he does. So I know he gets you too. He accuses brethren day and night before God. And he does you the same way he did. Jesus, you're not really a Christian. After you did blah, remember this? And you go, oh yeah. And it's a fact. An indisputable fact. Except this one little thing. The blood of Jesus on Calvary. One drop of blood is enough for all the sins you're going to do for the rest of your life. It's not, you know, we're plagued with this. My, my mother even taught me when I was growing up. This is what I came out of. You know, if I sinned before, you know, I go. my mom would, was a chain smoker. Well, if I smoke a cigarette and don't ask for forgiveness and I get hit by a car, I'm going to go to hell. I thought, wow, that's not true. It's not a dry erase board. Sin and forgiveness, sin and forgiveness, sin and forgiveness. It's not a dry erase board that you have to do every day. You carry your erase around. Got to ask forgiveness or else I'm going to be going to hell. In my, my native people, there's we are riddled with suicide. We have 200 times the suicide rate of America in one village. I know those people. 200 times the suicide rate. And so they believe that if you do that hopeless choice, then you're destined for hell. And that's actually not true. I don't recommend suicide. But that's not what keeps you out of heaven. There's only one thing that does. is not having him in your heart. Having him inside of you, the Holy Spirit indwelling you, is what transforms you and secures you. And the blood of Jesus transforms you and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. So this Holy Spirit indwelling is truly what Christianity is. Truly. If you melt it down to everything, it's Spirit of God inside of me. We know that from Scripture it says, In days of old, God spoke through prophets. Before Jesus showed up, he spoke to his, his people through the prophets. And we have a lot of stuff from the prophets in the Old Testament. And then Jesus showed up to show us the complete fulfillment of who God is and he was here for you know a short lifespan for us you know half of what we expect maybe a third of what we expect he was 33 years showing us who God is in human form and then he left and he said I'm going to send you another comforter who will be with you forever and he will be inside of you and there's five things that the Bible says that I think you got to know You've got to know these five indicators. It's like checking your pulse to see if you have a heartbeat. You need to check yourself for evidence that the Holy Spirit lives in me. And Jesus spelled it out before he left. He he gathered his guys. I assume they're probably around a campfire or in somebody's house. And he says in John chapter fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. I'm write yourself a note. Go read that. You got to memorize that. It's all in red letters. It's the, it's the teaching that Jesus forecasts on those disciples about what it's going to be like when the divine lives inside of humans because it never had happened yet. The Holy Spirit had never yet indwelled human beings until Jesus ascended. And then he sent his Holy Spirit out down at Pentecost. A lot of weird stuff happened in that building that day. But he, he made sure everybody knew that, okay, there's something different. And Jesus told them when he comes, he will blank. He told him five things. When he comes, comma, he will, this Holy Spirit will blank. And it's all embedded in those three chapters. If you want something good to preach on, John 14, 15, and 16, three chapters. And I'm going to point them out to you right now so you have a little word of God poked into you. I get blessed by the pastor to let me teach you. John 14, 15, and 16, these three chapters, you need to know about this Holy Spirit who lives in us. And just go straight up with what Jesus said. You don't have to worry about all the different denominational views. Just go straight up with what he said. And first he said, and I want to give you, these are kind of like five checkpoints. Five checkpoints for the presence of the indwelling Holy Spirit in you. They're they're all objective. It's not, I feel it. It's not, oh, I said that prayer. It is, here's what Jesus said he will do when he comes inside of me. John 14, 15, and 16, three chapters. So I'll give you the first one. The very first one says, when he comes, he will teach you everything I've said to you and call to your remembrance everything I've said. That's John uh, 14, 26. John 14, 26 is number one. He's going to teach you the word. So what happens? You open your Bible. What happens? You're going like, wow, look at that. Whoa! And you share it with somebody, wow, look at this. The, whole of the Word of God comes alive to you. And if you're going like, I don't, the one girl, when I was on staff, I was a Baptist Student Union Director at Texas A&M. She came into my office. She threw her Bible down. It slid across my desk. She said, I don't understand a word, that thing. She threw it. I don't want to throw my Bible. I don't want to dishonor his word. But she threw her Bible down. I don't understand the word that thing says. And I, and I said, well, Donna, sit down. We need to go to look at some scriptures I just kind of recently discovered. And I helped her see these five points that we're about to share. And I said, check yourself. Where are you with God? That's the question you need to know today. Where are you with God? And be able to identify, nail it down, put stakes down. Yep, check. I have, When I open the word of God, wow, it comes alive. I understand it. I have a deep hunger for it. That's how it works. Holy Spirit teaches you, bam. If you don't have him in you yet, and you don't have an interest in the Scripture, there's a reason why, because you don't have this teacher in you, the Holy Spirit. You don't have him yet. It's going to change. When you invite him inside, it's an inside job. And he, So here's your first indicator. When he comes, he will teach you the Word, illuminate Scripture. That's number one. He also says in John 16, 8, he will convict you of every single tiny itchy bitchy sin. He doesn't let up on anything. He goes, uh-uh, no. It's a quiet little check. It's a little check in your spirit. No. No, no. No, no, Brenda. And you you need to be tuned in to him because you can like drown it out. I'm going, yeah, that ain't good. that's not a big deal. Everybody else is doing this. And that's not, that's not, a, I can, you know, I can do that. And no, the Holy Spirit says no. So what you want to start doing, if this indwelling spirit who you have inside of you, you need to access him. He needs to be your number one resource for answers. Spirit, what do you want me to do here? And if you you need to tune these to his voice, and the only way you're going to tune these to his voice is obedience. When you think you hear his voice, you obey it and go, oh, that was him. You don't get it ahead of time. It's just like the Levite, Levitical priests that were carrying the Ark of the Covenant and come up to this raging river, and God says, Go in there, go across that. And they're going, You know how deep that is. You know how water that water's rushing? And they're all looking at each other, You go first. Don't no, you go first? And finally somebody stepped in the water, as God said, and then he peeled the water back. A second time that water was pushed back in the history of the Israelites. And they walked across on dry land. Because one of those priests stepped in the water. And so they acted and then he confirmed. So you, you're tune your ears to his voice by obedience to his, his voice, what you think you're hearing. And he's never going to to tell you to do something that conflicts with scriptural teaching ever. So you got the first one was he will teach you the word. The second one, he will convict you of sins. If you're living in a sin lifestyle and you don't, you are not convicted, you're in trouble. I've known people there too. Oh yeah, I think it's just a phase we're going through. Oh, it's called sin. And you better turn around and go the other way. It's called repent. Repenting. So the Holy Spirit teaches you. He convicts you. John 16, 13 says he guides you into all truth. All truth. Well, it's not, you know, find something that ain't in the Bible. Yet you have to address in today's world, which we have plenty of stuff that's not directly addressed in Scripture, that we have a foundation of truth to live off of. But you need to consult this Holy Spirit in you and go with what he's saying. So he guides you into all truth about God's character and nature. John 16, 14. And then, no, 16, 13, I'm sorry. That's the guide you into truth. Now, 16, 14 says he will... Give you knowledge about me. He will. He will. uh, He will make what? No. He will glorify me. Sorry. Sixteen fourteen is glorify me. He will. The Holy Spirit gives glory to Jesus. When the Holy Spirit gives glory to Jesus and He lives inside of you, what do you want to do now? You want to glorify Jesus. So check yourself. Is my life reflective of I'm trying to glorify God in everything I do, and I'm pursuing that? Is that my, my my goal? is glorifying Jesus. And so here's what happened for me when I decided I wanted to glorify Jesus. I stopped asking questions about how many beers can you drink and still, you know, be a Jesus follower? Or, you know, how far can I go on my date with my boyfriend and still be a Jesus follower? And I was wanting a legalistic line to draw. And legalism is dead. Legalism will lead to death. It will always lead there. It will never lead to life. So your rule following will only keep you stuck somewhere and following, following something that you shouldn't. And what you want to do is tap into the indwelling presence of God inside of you. And follow his leadership through obedience. Trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. Right? <laughs> wow. So we have we still have a couple more here, I think or maybe one more. The Holy Spirit, that was back in John fourteen twenty-seven, I think I skipped over it. When the Holy Spirit comes, he will testify about me. So when he comes into you, this Holy Spirit who will testify about Jesus will also emerge from you wanting to testify about God too. So here's your here's your indicators in yourself. Check yourself. Does this sound like my life? Do I want to testify about Jesus? Do I want to glorify Jesus? When I open my Bible, does it come alive? Do I know, does God lead me? And I know it's Him. Does it, does He convict me of every single teeny tiny itchy bitchy thing I do wrong? Then, a big sigh of relief. If you don't experience that. Then you're a pre Christian. You're not a Christian yet. You don't have the Holy Spirit yet because He is 24 7, 365. He never takes a day off. And so, uh, the, if that's your condition, then there's like, you can do, do the ABCs. Admit, believe, and come in. You know, admit that you're a sinner. A is for admit. Admit you're a sinner and need Jesus in your life. B is you believe. He died on the cross and washed away your sins, and you're turning away from your life and turning toward him and the cross and receiving his forgiveness for today and for all the things you're gonna do, even. <laughs> that blood is that powerful, and that his Holy Spirit will come into you. So that see, is come in, indwell me, take charge. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may walk in them. From the inside, so it's the inside job. So that's the ABC's that's a that's a model prayer. For inviting God's spirit to live inside of you and then surrender to him. Submit to him. To let him do what he wants you to do. Because our dream, my dream is for you and, and for what you will help me bring to Alaska. Is that we will all be the men and women God created us to be. Not the sum total of the damage we've incurred. It's not who you are. We can be free from all those things that have globbed onto us. And we can set them up away and find freedom. And that's what I'm doing in Alaska. I want to kind of breeze through this and I am going to have Pastor Frank come in a second. But I'm going to breeze through my, my little story about Alaska. We meet needs to break down walls. To bring people from, I don't care, to, to find Christ irresistible. Here's what we have in Alaska. People move away to Alaska from down here with a lot of damage. They're trying to run from themselves and their own mess down here. And they move 4,000 miles away to my state because you can still speak English. You can still use the American dollar. But nobody knows you up there. And you're mad at God because you blame him for the mess down in the south that you left. So when I have people that are mad at God all out there on the beach when I'm doing this outreach, we melt their hostility with generosity and kindness and no strings attached love. That's what we do. So slide me through there. And so this this is a project we did this last year. Some of your folks came up. A handful of your team, your crew came out. We'd love a big pile of people coming this coming year. Salmon frenzy. That was last year's date. So typically the same. Keep, keep sliding me through. <clears throat> That's what it looks like there on the beach is people are dip netting salmon, big five-foot radius nets. We're allowed for three weeks. If you're a resident, been in Alaska for a year or more, you can stand out with a big, giant 30-foot pole with a five-foot radius net on it. And those salmon are trying to find their way upriver. And we're at the mouth of that river, and they slam your net, and it's like a a rocket hitting you. And then you slam that net down on the ground, drag it out on the beach, get that 8 to 12 pound fish out of there whack it on the head like anger management whack I mean it's like bam, wham and then you slit his gills, throw it in the ice chest and get back out there because you can get 25 if you're a head of household you can get 25 if you have another person in your household 10 more fish for every person and that's how many you can take home so if you have 4 kids and a spouse that's that's some what's the math, that's 5 thank you 75 fish that weigh 10 pounds fresh salmon And so everybody's down there. Ten thousand Alaskans are down there, and they're all. That's what we do for them. We give out twenty-two thousand hawks dogs. We get this year was twenty thousand. We are at three locations and a boat, three beaches and a boat ramp, and we set up bounce houses and kids clubs. Keep on scrolling through some of that, and we do face painting. We engage the children, and uh, with the kids we're able to share the gospel, and with adults we're able to share the gospel. We've been doing this for twelve years now, and at first we had to tread lightly because Alaskans are resistant to Jesus, and they are antagonistic for Christians. So I had to kind of melt it down. We're now 12 years in. Last year, the Chamber of Commerce of that community gave me an Alaska Missions Volunteer Organization of the Year. The governor uh, has cited me as Al- Great Alaskan 2012. We're getting public recognition in the secular realm for what we're doing uh, in the name of Jesus, so we're, we're out there reaching. Yes, it's powerful. So we have this is still salmon fringy shots. We're out there doing some cool stuff. Keep them rolling, <clears throat> and that's just more shots of different beaches. I think that's y'all's beach, Frank. That y'all are on that looks like Sealoff. That's Sealoff right there, where, where your team was this year. And uh, we we saw fifty three people get saved at the beach this year. <clears throat> and, yeah, it's awesome and, and uh, you know some other things that happened we had 450 mission volunteers for that project and, and so we, we I get a large group of people I like kind of kind of military fashion um, where we have a beachhead we, we bomb it we just land on it like paratroopers and we kind of take it we don't wear the same t-shirts we won't wear the same hats but we have the banner over us as the love of God and we're extremely recognizable. And plus we have a southern accent. So it's any of that. So these are my interns. Keep them rolling that. That's some, uh, and that's my neighbors. And they use my bathroom. My yard is a bathroom. And they're probably mad at me because I've taken out about 10 of their family members. And they're hanging on my wall. So there's, there's a king salmon. <clears throat> that's a 32 pound salmon I catch them rod right and reel. And I live on the river. I live really close to the river. I live on a creek that feeds into the river. And so, and this is my nephew. He's cute. He's a he's the uh, first baseman for Texas A&M baseball. And his little little brother is third baseman. So Hunter and Ty Coleman brothers play infielders for Texas A&M. Still in the family. And Iditarod Outreach is coming up next, pretty much. A women's Conference in Iditarod are in Nome, the finish line of the Iditarod. Keep on rolling through there. Hopefully we have some pictures. And I think Zoe's going to go with me sometime because she loves those dogs. And I'm going to take her up there. And, and uh. The man that's driving that team right there, Bruce, I led him to the Lord, and his family are like—he uh, either thinks I'm a big sister or an aunt or something. But his family got saved. When we when we work the Adirond, we'll ha- also have a native uh, basketball tournament that we host concessions, and we'll—I have to air freight about 18 pallets of food out there, and then we uh, we do a, it's a lot of man hours, and we give the money back to the domestic violence shelter and that's at night we, we walk the streets of Nome. Go back to that one for a second. And uh we walk the streets of Nome because the bars stay open till five and it's the only place to get alcohol for thousands of miles. So villagers come in for that big basketball tournament and they'll go into the bars and come out at five AM and fall asleep. And if they fall asleep then it's ten degrees they're not gonna make it till morning. So we walk around and make sure people get home. <clears throat> And uh, when, when we find someone like that, which we do every year, and we save lives every year, then we get that done. So keep on rolling, and I'll get us out of here. You know, when I talked earlier about 100% incest, well, these are some of my girls that walk through that all the time. And uh, they all have names um, <clears throat> and faces in my heart. And uh, I've taken 900 women through Freedom in Christ process. Uh, so far, so I have access, the Lord has given me deeper and deeper access to the native community. We can go do anything we want to now. So some of your folks, some of Carn City's folks comes with me every year to that native village where those little kids are really, I mean, two priests violated every child in the 70s. So there's a lot of historical trauma at the hands of ministers and then it's continued on through their families. It's recycled through their families. And that's on the uh, – fro- that's up in uh, – that picture was taken of me and a girl. I was taking her through Freedom in Christ on the riverbed. That's a frozen river. We're on top. And it's probably about 20 below at that tri- trip. I'm on, I'm on the right and the little girl's on the left telling me the same story I hear over and over. So <clears throat> proceed, please. Okay, this is – I took a snowmobile trip across Alaska with some of my, my board members and, and friends. And we rode the Iditarod Trail by a snow machine. Yeah, that's a, that's after that dog ran a thousand miles. They're happy. They love running. That's at the finish. That's the sweetheart. They're precious dogs. They're they're super world class athletes, and we get to manage the whole race. Uh, and uh, we get to we get to run the whole thing, so that's a March trip. And I, you know, take bring one or two of you guys with me, then your team will grow and grow. It's it's an exotic trip. It's fabulous. Keep on rolling. It's good. Everybody's needing to get out of here. That's ice fishing. It's one of my favorite things I've ever done. And I have a sealskin hat on and sealskin gloves because I'm at fifty below there. And that's my hunt last year. <clears throat> I went by myself uh, for eight nights and to moose hunt. I found lots of moose, and I also found lots of bears. <clears throat> so I, I couldn't shoot the moose that was right in front of me because the bear was right there, and I would become the next uh, culprit. So I couldn't shoot the moose that time. But so far, I've shot ten bears, two moose, two caribou and a lynx. And, and so uh, I, I love hunting. It's been fun. Uh, <clears throat> as we're kind of closing out this, have one pistol story, and then I'll, I'll let you guys go eat uh, wherever you all run to go eat. That guy taught me how to bear hunt. That's the, a world-class bear Roy Roth, he, t- uh, he took me hunting, showed me a lot of stuff about how to, how to approach them, how they act. And uh, that's my, my grizzly uh, that I shot in the Arctic, 10 feet away from it. I mean, I was right in front of her den and shot her at very close range. And I made my intern go get her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you may want to be an intern. <laughs> College students. <laughs> so uh, keep rolling here. That's <clears throat> more stuff. This is 2017. We had a, a big movement and then we same thing happened in 2018. And so now we're really working hard about how to free them and disciple them. And, uh, it's taking, it's, they're very remote from me. It's a $900 airline ticket for me to get to them and uh, they don't have running water. It's a tough, a tough place to live. <clears throat> Keep on rolling. That's yeah, a bunch of reindeer. That's yeah, where rain, Santa, and these are some of my native friends that we're going to go in January to visit. Uh, and some of your crew come, goes to this. We've, we put study Bibles in their hands, engraved their names on them. And uh, in a village of 680 people, we got 350. This family right here—the mama, who's in the purple jacket, Alvina—gave her life to Christ two years ago. She's become sober. She had lost uh, he lost her kids <clears throat> because of her her addictions, and she had had a baby uh, while she was walking the streets of Nome, and she did. She was. Uh, she was so drunk she didn't realize she had a child in her sweatpants. <clears throat> yeah. And so she was picked up. The baby was rescued and, and made it. And, uh, and then somebody called me and gave me her phone number to, to find her when I got to know Nome. And I did. And she accepted Christ. And then she went through freedom in Christ. About three layers of it came in off of her. And now she's sober. She's got her kids back. She's got a job. Uh, and and I, I pray with her almost weekly, so she's awesome. <laughs> this is a women's conference. Every January, we, we reach and we encourage Native women, Eskimo women that have been through a lot of hard life. So that's a phenomenal, spirit filled and spirit led conference. So come on, keep on going. <clears throat> that's some little sections, little, little activities we do with our ladies. And it, it doesn't look like a Beth Moore conference, I'll just tell you. <clears throat> keep on rolling. <clears throat> This lady gave her life to Christ. She's a 72. Uh, and this is Kiana. She sleeps with us when we go because it's not a good place for her to go home. You know, she stays safe with us when we, we go there. This little baby was 10 days old. And he got RSV. Anybody that knows anything about medicine knows how tough RSV is on 10-year-old babies that can't get that really thick mucus out. And so this little baby... Is an hour flight away from an emergency room, and they had one nebulizer in the village, and they shared it. And so, babe, last January, uh, we I put a Facebook message out there. I gave the uh, Amazon.com connections where you send something to that village we sent 150 nebulizers into that village yeah and everybody has one now uh it was a little late for their situation some babies took off from the ground and in in route in a medevac and they had to turn the plane rack back down and turn set it down because he didn't make it this little guy did kingston he made it. his uh his grandmother yeah and this girl she gave her life to christ as a prayer of salvation there transformation Uh, These are girls from Stebbins. Keep on rolling. There you go. When it reaches down to that one, then we're we're having victory. Reaching the generations. That's what we're, you know, my my goal is to reach the generations and raise up the indigenous because they're not going to listen to a white preacher. And so we're going to have to, to get behind those who are being raised up by God in the people, and so that's what we're doing, and help them recover from the past. So that's our website. Join us. There's a page. There's a table out there with my card, my cell number, all that stuffs out there. And uh, please take one. And uh, if you, if God's led you to help support us, you know, I have to raise all my support for salary and to be in Alaska. When you come on on trips with us, we can't. We get a fee from you, but we spend it all on you. And so for your lodging and food and transportation and and uh, so that's that's really we don't we 're not a business of short term missions we are a mission, <laughs> and we foster your, your this cheap a trip where we can make it for you. We work hard to make that happen for you so I can get your energy and your gifts at my house and so join us and uh, uh, also uh, you know I want to give this to Frank <clears throat> oh, i 'm not going to go through that freedom, but this is a little piece of our freedom and Christ process. Just go ahead and go to the end. But uh, give it to Frank, and we've had a good time. A couple of weeks ago, we were out in the Arctic, and I got to introduce him to uh, an Arctic youth ministry up there. It was powerful.
2: Praise the Lord. Thank Thank you, Brenda. Now, if you have your Bibles, no, I'm just kidding. However, this is what I would like to point out. Everything that she just shared with you, she, she is very humble. She did not even remotely touch on how deeply and how much work it takes. I know she mentioned to you that she had to break down barriers, break down walls to get to these villages, but I was able to, in Cottribue, I was able to walk around and see these villagers and talk to a lot of the people and hear the stories and such. There, she has done a tremendous amount, not she, the Lord has through her and others, has done a tremendous amount of work to be able to get the gospel being presented and people are listening. There's a, a couple I stayed with, Lance and, and um, uh, Karina Kramer, who, who are just working with the youth up there in that one little village. Uh, and th- there's a lot smaller ones. That one's more of a ta- city, town, village. Anyway, what I would implore or ask you to do this morning is to pray. One, she has presented a message to you, and that, that is important that we understand. Two, that no matter where you are, you need to know the Holy Spirit. And you—if she has given you the tools to do a self-assessment whether or not I do. Where am I in my relationship with God? Do I truly have that relationship? Have I had that relationship and I walked away and I need to turn around and walk back and put my arms out and say, forgive me, Lord. Where are you in that relationship? That's prior. That's the most important thing that she would ever ask from you is to get your life right with Christ. But I would then also submit to you to go by her table to write down the 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 address that was up there so you can contact her. And maybe God's laid the, the the natives of Alaska on your heart. Maybe they you may not be able to go, but you can help her mission. Help get the nebulizers. Help get the Bibles out there. Everything costs money. You saw the little boy holding the Bible. It says 350 Bibles uh, uh, with their name engraved on it. You say, oh, isn't that cute? You know what? Each one of those Bibles costs money. And I learned in Alaska, it costs three times whatever it costs down here in the lower 48. Because everything is shipped or flown in if you would like to be a part of that i want to ask you to please remember her consider her take her card come love on her i know i am going to go out on a limb here but i can almost guarantee you she covets your prayers most of all but after those prayers if you want to help her financially or if you want to volunteer the Iditarod is coming up i don't You know, that might be something you want to check with her on and see if that's where you can go. But whatever it is, if God has called you, praise God. He's told us we're to do our Jerusalem, our Judea, our Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Alaska's not the uttermost parts of the earth, though some of y'all may think so when you get there. I loved the weather there myself. I thought it was great. But it's not for everyone. But you can send that check if you need to. Amen? I always have said that I will never close a service without an altar call. I want to ask you guys to stand. I want to give you an opportunity. I don't know if Chris wants to bring the whole group up or how he wants to work this right now, but here's what I want to do. I want to make sure that we have the the time assessed. I want to make sure, Brenda, I almost stepped on. I want to make sure that you have this opportunity to do as scott did if you if christ has moved in your heart and you're saying that wow you know i never have had that relationship and you want to make that plain today you want the joy that she sang about uh earlier you want the joy that we sang about you want to have that joy that you can say that there is no grave to hold your body down you want to be able to proclaim that then let's make that public you can pray right where you're at you can come this altar and pray i'll pray with you but guys, he who professes me before men, the Lord said, so shall I profess before my Father. Let's make that public today. If you want me to pray with you, or maybe you want to come talk to Brenda and pray with Brenda, that's fine as well. Maybe you're, one, maybe you're out here and you have suffered some of the abuse that she spoke of. You know, I... It's very unfortunate of the sexual assaults and the abuse that's taking place in the native lands. However, it takes place in the lower 48 as well. There's tragedies here too. And maybe you just heard that she knows how to work with that. And God's blessed her and gifted her. And you want to come talk to Brenda, I want to encourage you to do that as well. But I want to lead us in a word of prayer. And I want you to step out this morning. Do whatever it is the Lord's laid on your heart. And if he's telling you to sing, then glory to God, sing. If he's telling you to come to this altar, come to this altar. Let's do what God's calling us to do today. Father God, I do come before you this morning, and I ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would just touch us in a special way. May we, each one of us, do that self-assessment that Brenda mentioned earlier. May we be able to recognize right now, Lord God, if there is a problem, if there is something moving within us that we need to address. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that we'll open our hearts and do what you've called us to do. Father, may we not think about our watch or lunchtime or anything like that. May we do a true self-assessment this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we sing this morning.
0: Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Amen.
2: give God the glory this morning. Amen. And remember, God may be speaking to you right now. The great thing is just because the church service may be ending doesn't mean that his call on your heart is ending. Maybe he's calling you into the mission field. Maybe he's telling you to To come and speak to Brenda about how to help her in her mission. Maybe he's telling you to go the opposite end. Maybe he's telling you to go to Brazil, Argentina. Something where it's down there. Hopefully not Venezuela, but hey, they need Christ too. But wherever the Lord's leading you, if he's calling you out of that mission field, will you listen? Will you go? Praise God for people like Brenda who chose to go. And praise God for those who are able. Start thinking now. Maybe you're saying, I want to go on that Salmon Frenzy next year. Sam, salmon frenzy. Sorry. I did that to harass my boys. I added the L, and I did it so often it stuck in my head. Where now I just do it, and it's like horrible. But anyway, guys, if you're here and God's speaking to you, listen to what He says and follow through. Amen. Amen. Good seeing everybody this morning. Praise the Lord for each one of you. I pray that you have a a blessed rest of the day. Keep looking up in everything you say and do. And give God the praise for it. Amen? Amen. 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 Brother Ben, would you close us in prayer this morning, brother?
0: she liar with a smooth and velvet tongue. Fear is a tyrant. He's always telling me to run. Love is a resurrection and love is a trumpet sound. Love is my weapon. I'm gonna take my giants down. There ain't no back every the ground.
1: to If you walk out of the
0: grave I'm walking to If you walk out of the grave I'm walking to If you walk out of the grave I'm walking to If you walk out of the grave I'm walking to if you walk out of the grave, I'm walking to Jesus If you walk out of the grave, I'm walking to If you walk out of the grave, I'm walking to the Oh There ain't no grave you hold my body down